welcome, welcome to another episode of the Anything About Everything podcast. I am your host, Miss Jet, aka The Muse, aka Pink Lady. You know what it is. Um, so I just, this week is all about gratitude. That's going to be the theme of this podcast, gratitude and communication, honey. So we are going to get into it. Uh, first, I wanted to give a, a shout out to our first time listeners. I wanted to give a shout out to our listeners abroad uh, in Germany, in France, in Belgium, in Great Britain. And, uh, this is crazy. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to give you guys a special shout out. And also I want to give a shout out to our listeners who are stateside in Houston, Los Angeles, Newburgh, New York, A6 Borough. You know what it is. <laughs> so and also in Pensacola, Florida, Milton, to be specific. Contonement. I've seen some listeners out there as well. Like I'm, I'm just over the moon, and I can't, I can't tell you how crazy this is to see like the numbers going up, or and and or uh, seeing like the different places that people are actually listening from. I really do appreciate y'all. So you know, make sure that you like, click, subscribe, and share this podcast. A few more shout outs. Um, I wanted to uh, give my cousin Jesse uh, of Bay Blow Bar out in Hayward, California. I wanted to give her a special shout out. She sent me a t-shirt this week and I just like, oh my God, I almost cried. So <laughs> I'm such I'm such a goober. But uh, girl, I really appreciate it and I love you. Thank you so much for the t-shirt. And I also wanted to give a special, special shout out to my homeboy Case. Case, case, case. Oh my God, my birthday twin. Nine thirty stand up, Libras. You know what? You know what it is. Anyways, my boy Case just found out that he uh, passed the bar exam, and so he's going to become an attorney in in California. And let me tell you, I'm so 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 proud of him. Like Case and I kind of came up together in the Marine Corps. I was a little bit ahead of him. Um, so to watch him grow as a man, as a father, and now to, you know, uh, moving on and being, uh, an attorney, becoming an attorney, I, I can't even tell you, um, you know, how much, how proud I am of him. He's, he's doing it. He's going to, and I'm sure he's going to do amazing things. So proud of you, bro. Keep grinding, keep growing. You're needed in that courtroom. We need to see more men of color in there. And I, I just know that, you know, you're going to, you're already doing great things. Okay. That's the second lawyer that I know. Both Libras too, actually. Actually, all three of the lawyer, every, all three, I know three lawyers that uh, I've been like pretty close with and all three of them are Libras. Okay. Crazy. A little bit crazy, but um, yeah. So anyways, so proud of you, bro. And all I can say is, you know, keep grinding and keep shining. Okay. Uh, moving on to uh, a couple more shout outs. Shout out to all the black mothers and fathers out there. Shout out to all the mothers and fathers out there, but a special shout out to the black mothers and fathers out there because, you know, uh, the media and the world has a, a tendency to portray black mothers and fathers as either absent or, or hyper aggressive or, you know, just portray them in a negative light. And I'm sorry, but that's just not been the, the black mothers and fathers that I've seen. Okay. That I know personally, especially black fathers, like they, they try to make it seem like y'all niggas just don't exist. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like they just try to make it seem like black fathers are just like, they just hit it and move on. And it's like, I know so many men who are fathers, girl dads, boy dads, um, that you know they're the, they're they're taking the kids to the soccer practices they're taking the kids to the fucking track practices they're you know they're buying the shoes and they're getting the hair done and they're you know making the meals and all that kind of stuff 
uh, I'm sure I, I know a lot of mothers too that are doing that as well, who are about their business and about their kids. Um, but I also know a lot of great uh, black fathers. So I just really wanted to give you guys a shout out because I really do uh, love and support y'all. Like, I mean, just I stand. I stand a black king. So anywho, um, shout out to everybody who's actually uh, listening to this while they clean their kitchen, while, I, while they're driving, while they, you know, uh, you know, getting ready for work or, or winding down or, you know, doing some work around the house. You know, shout out to you guys. I really do love you guys. And uh, thank you for all of the support. Uh, shout out to the Robin Hoods, who <laughs> Robin Hooded Robin Hood. Uh, you know, the hedge fund uh, guys are a little upset right now, but they'll be all right. You know, they got plenty of money. So niggas up here, you know, complaining about losing money. Oh, well, nigga, you know, you know, the market, you know what it was when you got into it. OK, so moving on to the drink of the pot. OK, this uh, this wine is out of Columbia Valley. It's a 2017 vintage. It's the name of it is Born of Fire. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon. It's very, very yummy. It's very smooth too. About it's about $15 down to the Publix. It's um got hints of pepper and plum and uh, raspberry a little bit. It's it's very soothing on the palate. Like some wines they're very heavy and, and you almost feel like you need to drink something else just to get the taste off your tongue but this this is it like massage it's like a a nice little it's like a blanket it just wraps your mouth in goodness <laughs> so <laughs> anyways i'm also drinking on some water okay now uh i know i get on here every week and i have an alcoholic beverage with me I also have, I might not say this, but I also am accompanied with a glass of water. Anytime I'm drinking um, something that's alcoholic, there's always water on the back end, okay? It's usually like an alcohol, it's, it's a water sandwich, actually, okay? I'll drink some water before, drink my drink, whatever, you know, get my little buzz on, whatever, and then drink some water afterwards. Because what you don't want to be out here is dehydrated, okay? Um, so, yeah, so actually there's two drinks in the pot right now this week. Born of Fire and H2O. How about that? <laughs> All right, moving on to the songs of the pod. Before we get into the songs of the pod, I just wanted to remind you to like, click, subscribe, and share this podcast. If there was anything about this podcast that you like, be sure to share. Okay, so whether it's the music selections, the answers to the You Got Mail segment, or, you know, just the value-added conversations, be sure to like, click, and subscribe, and share this podcast. And now, let's get back to the show. This week on the Songs of the Pod, listen, we're not going to do what we did last week, okay? Last week was nuts. <laughs> last week I was in a different kind of mood and it was apparent. It was apparent because I was very long-winded and I was just like, listen, we're just going to play music and we're going to work it out. But this week I feel like I'm going to reel it in a little bit. So this week, first song in the pod is by an artist by the name of Gold Link. He's not necessarily a new artist. But he is new to me. Okay, so um, I was working out and this song just came up on my plate. So I was like, oh, but it's this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good song to run to. Live to. Cycle to. Get your vibe to. Get your life to. You shouldn't be drinking every day. Keep the haters, keep the demons away. Seriously. Yeah, you gotta pray. Yeah, yeah. I'm a pray every day. Head straight. 
Mm-hmm. Get my hair right. I know a lot of people stick. feel mm-hmm. a way about bubble wrap, but I kind of like it. Bad, bitch. It has mm-hmm. like a little melodic you know feel that to that it. I'm digging. That's it right here. That's when he get into it. I'm like, oh shit, let me run faster. Dang. Yeah, you're beat a man. Listen, that was Gold Link with Pray Every Day. That's a that's a bop right there. I, I was like, how did I miss that one? <laughs> There's so much music that comes out now. I'm like, yo, I can't keep up. This is this is a lot. It's too much. Yeah, that was Gold Link with Pray Every Day. And no, now moving on to the next song of the pod. Uh, I heard about Lucky Day last year, but I've just started really getting into him as of late. So I came across this song and I figured I would share it on the pod. It's amazing. You know, I'm a slow jam fiend and like, give it to me intravenously. But this, I mean, ugh. oh my God. Such beautiful, beautiful music. Don't say names. I don't want to know. like this but when I discover a new song or a new artist it's like I gotta play it over and over again and don't let me like build a playlist of new shit oh nigga my date is ruined okay so so moving on to the last song of the pod this um another another new one that I found this week I, I this this week was a good week for me music wise I, I came across a, a lot of new artists this is by Kyle Dion, and it's called Get You Alone. It's kind of giving me Toxic King vibes, but I'll, I'll roll with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're so on the low, baby. This song is about him fucking with a girl. She's kind of, she's keeping it thorough. She's not telling, she's not telling her friends what's up. She's not telling her, you know, partners that she's fucking with a new guy or whatever. To him, it's like, he's being, she's being, he's being kept secret. But I think to her, she's like, y'all don't need to know my business. They don't need to know that we are. <laughs> Some of y'all be snitching on yourselves and then wonder why your girls don't fuck you in. Like, don't. Y'all don't, y'all don't know how to shut up. Sometimes you want to tell somebody, like, you get some dick so good, you be like, oh, I gotta tell somebody. No, for what? It's not for me. 
get you along. So I think he was in his feelings because, you know, oh girl, she she was probably keeping it keeping it a bean, keeping it thorough and not, you know, spilling the tea all over the place and saying, Hey, I got a new boo and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and XYZ. She was probably like, Hey, listen, I'm dealing with somebody and y'all need to know who and he's probably feeling away because he's a secret. But you know, listen. Everybody doesn't need to know your business. Y'all be telling on yourselves. Like, this is the whole thing about this whole social media era, okay? Is everybody wants everyone to know everything. And it's like, sis, everybody does not need to be in your business. You can keep some of your business to yourself. On to the possible. The possible, you know, I have a real thing for Masego. Maybe because he's a Gemini. I don't know. I, I love Gemini artists. For, I mean, I like who doesn't, okay? Prince was a Gemini. I mean, an absolute genius. So this is Masego with Shinsia with uh, Silver Tongue Devil. This is my shit right here. Air signs do be having to get the gab, though. I can see why he named this song. Because it's really all about, you know, having to get the gab. But the girl is saying, I'll tell, even if you have a silver tongue, honey, I'll let you know if I'm no matter what you can be slick with the talk If I'm willing, I will let you know And if you are serious about your feelings Surely the loving will show You want to see me, see me Just to give me me One deep body tip Get in me, in me Just a minute to take And she's super cute I really hope she blows up Cause we ain't getting no more music from y'all Y'all can hang it up <laughs> Y'all can hang it up Listen, we're not getting no more music from Rihanna. Y'all might as well shut up about it. So <laughs> I really hope Shinsia is able to actually pop off because super cute, super talented. And listen, we're not getting any more songs from Rihanna. Y'all y'all just might as well hang it up. It, it, people have literally given up. They, they, I mean, it's to the point now where people are doing mashups. And let me tell you something. I live because this song with Fat Joe, DJ Khaled, and uh, Amorphous, Sunshine, this is the shit right here. Oh my God. Another possible. This story is actually really dope. Hey. Y'all might as well hang it up. We're not getting this again. <laughs> okay. Continue doing your mashups because it's over. Rihanna said, go buy your Savage and buy your Fenty and shut the fuck up. I'm done. <laughs> you damn right this shit got clear. No, she doesn't. I'm really loving that song. I mean, shout out to Big Luther. You know, this is Big Luther, too. This is Big Curl Ain't Quite White Luther, okay, with the ill fitted suit. This is that's 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 that level, that's that time period for Luther, okay, that that beat right there. But, anyways, yeah, we're not getting any more Rihanna sis. Not for, I don't see it happening, okay? So I would be surprised. If Rihanna drops an album in, 21, in 2021, I, I, I don't know what I'll do, but it's going to be drastic. I might turn a cartwheel. I don't know. I Backflip, uh, do some somersaults, bitch. I really don't know, but I, I don't see it happening. <laughs> I just don't. But um, anyways, I know I squirreled there for a hot second, but anyways, 
shout out to Masego and Shansia, and also shout out to Fat Joe, Amorphous, and DJ Khaled because that song is hot. So moving on to the Pop and Bob segment. Now the Pop and Bob segment is meant to be, you know, lighthearted, fun, but there are going to be some heavy topics in here. So, you know, trigger warning. Just warning anybody who has suffered from like sexual assault, depression, um, you know, discrimination, any of those things. Because, you know, we're going to dive it in just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not too heavy, though. Um, so the first thing is Miss Danny Lay. Listen, Miss Danny Lay, listen, I love your voice. Didn't like the song. Didn't like the song. Uh, yellow Girl, that's what he want. Or Yellow yellow Bone. Is that what it is? I, the song was so trash, I didn't even commit it to, to memory. That's not... I would say that's not shade, but it is. Okay, let's be clear. The song, it was just, it was off beat. And I know that's like a thing now, which I fucking hate, but it's not. She didn't even do it, you know, kind of like the, the you know, the young rappers do it. Whereas it's, it's, it's off beat, but it's on beat. No, this was just off beat. The melody didn't go. The drums, it's like they knew the song was not going to go anywhere. So they just put out something trash. You know, just so you know, she could get some clicks and some and some shares because this is this is crazy, is what it was. Now, sis, I know a lot of people have been saying some things. Some people have been saying that you know, a you're not black, so you don't even really qualify as a yellow bone. Uh, some people have been saying that. This song was just uh, meant to be a slight to uh, the baby's baby mother. The baby's baby mother. Say that three times fast. Okay. Um, some people have been saying that you are just dumb for putting the song out. I don't know if the first two are true, but I know the last one is. Okay. Listen, this song was awful. <laughs> okay. It just was. Not only that, but sis, you got to read the room. You got to read the room. We are in a time where where it's very divisive. It's it's like people, we're divided as a country. We're divided as a people. You have people who were supporting the former president and you have the people who are not. You have a lot of people who feel slighted even within the black community because of their sexual orientation or because of their skin tone. This was not the time. To put this song out, sis. You got to learn to read the room. This was a bad time. Okay. If we're going to put a song out about skin. Let us look at the example that Beyonce Giselle Knows Carter gave us with Black is King. Okay. In Black is King, she put out the song Brown Skin Girl. In Brown Skin Girl, which you cited in your bum-ass apology, which let me know that you didn't even listen to the words, which kind of gives credence to, uh, you know, who you are, <laughs> I guess you could say. Brown Skin Girl celebrated all skin tones. She talked about Naomi Campbell. She talked about herself. She talked about Kelly Rowland. She talked about, I mean, she, she gave so many references to different shades of skin tone. Since this was not just about brown skin, it was about the spectrum of brown skin from the lightest of the light to the darkest of the dark. That's the difference. Okay. Now hear a lot of men talking about what is the preference? Okay, you might have your preference. That might be what you're attracted to. 
But, sir, I'm going to need you to pipe down. And the reason why I'm going to need you to pipe down is because it's not about a preference. It's about the message that's being delivered by the artist. Okay, so in the case of Black is King or Brown Skin Girls, Beyonce, even though she is of lighter tone, was basically telling everybody to celebrate their particular shade of brown. Whereas this, it this particular song, it yellow bodas, what do you want? It seemed like a the man is only there because she's a yellow bone. Which let me tell you something: if for anybody who has ever been fetishized for their skin, I know I have. It's never it's it, it feels icky to me. Um, anytime I got one of those backhanded ass compliments, you know, you pretty for a dark skin girl, you pretty for a brown skin girl. Almost, I always want to slap the shit out of the fucking the dude who said it. Um, and also, those men are usually not really particularly interested in building a relationship with you because you're a dope ass person. If they're, I mean, if if looks is the the first is the only category that we're uh, judging whether or not we should be partners with somebody, it's probably not gonna work. Okay, just saying, just saying. Um, and also, this is. The baby's um, baby mother, who they've been back and forth with, uh, her and Danny Lay um, on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. She's a she's a darker tone woman, and it. A lot of people are also saying that, you know, this song was a direct slight to her, and it's like if that's your direct slight to her, and I've been on the I've I've gone through that too, where, you know. I might be dealing with a guy, his ex was a light-skinned girl, and then the next thing you know, we're getting into it, and she's bringing up the fact that I'm dark-skinned. Doesn't matter, sis. He's still like my poom-poom, okay? So, um, listen, it's it's a thing that we have to acknowledge. Now, if Danny Lay did put this shit out as a slight to uh, the baby's baby mother, I mean, that's fucked up. It's just really fucked up. And you better hope that she doesn't, he doesn't go back to her, sis, because then you're really going to have egg on your face. So, anyways... That's all I got to say about that. The song was trash. It was not a good song. I mean, that's been the general consensus across the internet. Um, I'm not saying that you can't celebrate yourself and celebrate your skin tone, but um, if it sounds like you have to put somebody else down to build yourself up, you might want to question why. Okay. Moving on to Wendy Williams. Now this, this motherfucker. Ooh, son. Wendy, girl, listen, sis, I don't know what the fuck you thought you were doing, but this was... Oh my God. So let me just say this. I'm not saying that she, that her and meth didn't smash. I, I'm not saying that. That would be crazy as fuck for her to lie on her own box. However, and, and let's be clear. Some niggas have taken down some shit. They ain't had no business taking down. Okay. Niggas have been, <laughs> I've talked to, I, I talked to many, many men, you know, in my, in my days uh, because I was in the United States Marine, it was, I'm only, what, I'm, as a woman, the United States Marine Corps is made up of, was, when I came in, only 3% women. So you're a lot of, around a lot of men. Sometimes it's, a, it's just a numbers game, okay? Sometimes you knock some shit down and it's like, yeah, you know, damn well, yeah, no business knocking that down. It was a rough night, <laughs> okay? You didn't, you didn't close on what you thought you was going to close on. You know, whatever. Okay. Do what you do. However, Wendy says, why would you bring this up now? 30 years later. I, I, why? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Now you got this man walking around the house like he, he probably, you know, walking around the house tight. Because, I mean, you know, you know, his wife looking at him like, really, nigga? This is what we doing? That's what you did? 
Like, you got me nicked up with this bitch. Like, for real. And I mean, really, there's got to be like a statute of limitations on, on when you can claim we smashed, nigga. If we smashed over 10 years ago, we ain't smashed. This shit ain't the same. It's not the same anymore, okay? So, no, I did not watch her, uh, uh, you know, that Lifetime movie that came out. I heard that it was very messy, which is right on brand for her. So, you know, uh, to me, she just needed to keep this to herself. She could have kept this one. Sis, we didn't need to know. Um, and also, you might want to think about throwing uh, stones in the glass house. I'm just saying. <laughs> and meth. You know, if you did, okay, whatever. (laughs) A lot of people say, I don't understand how he could do that. I do. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sometimes you're having a drop. I'm not saying, like, or sometimes you're just in a vulnerable position. You know, you're feeling good. Or, yeah, there are a lot, there are, uh, just like there are a lot of men who get sympathy pussy, there are a lot of women who get sympathy dick. And we don't talk about it, but uh, it's fine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. There are a lot of men out here who might throw some shit to, to, to a woman that they know damn well they don't want to be with. They don't really fuck with. They don't even really find them attractive in any way, shape, or form. They might even hate them. But listen, they throw them some dick anyway. It's a thing. If you, if, if you talk to men like I talk to men, you would understand that. I'm just saying. There are a lot of men out here who will sit up here and say, listen, I was going through something. <laughs> okay. I had a breakup. I just had to knock something down right quick and, you know, feel better about myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is what it is. I'm So I'm not saying that he did not take that down. Okay. He might have climbed that tree. You don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you might, he might have actually cr- climbed that tree. All I'm saying is that, uh, you know, she could have kept that to herself. Wendy, you could have you could have kept that to yourself, sis. All right, moving on to the last topic, Ti and Tiny. Listen, I'm not. Oh Jesus, I love both of these people as artists. Um, Ti has been like, he's like a problematic king, I guess you could say. He's he's like one of these people that I I love to hate at the same time because he's mad problematic, mad immature, but also I see that he cares and I see the growth. So, earlier today he issued a, I don't want to say he issued. He just got on IG and talked, probably more than he should have, but he basically said, "Hey, listen, anything that my wife and I have done sexually with anybody else has been consensual and with people who are of age." Now, so this is why I issued a trigger warning at the beginning of the Pop and Bob segment because um, I'm a person who has worked with sexual uh, assault survivors. So I understand that this is a touchy subject. All, so to be honest with you, I, I don't really want to touch this one. Not until the facts come out. I don't want to uh, make it seem like I'm for one side and against another, especially so early on when... You know, we we really don't know what has happened. We have, it's right now, it's some people's words against others. And all I can say is I am praying for all parties involved, okay? (laughs) Praying for everybody. If you're enjoying any part of this content, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and download this podcast. Whether you're here for the music selection, the value-added conversations, or the mail segment, If you've heard anything that you like, anything that made you smile, anything that made you laugh, think, uh, cackle a little bit, nod your head, go ahead and hit like, share, and subscribe. And now, let's get back to the show.
Since this week's mail segment is a little bit longer, um, I'm not going to spend too much time on the value-added conversation. I'm going to come back to it next week, okay? But I really do want to get to uh, to this mail. This might be a mailbag uh, episode. So the reason why you just heard this greatness come on, Curtis Mayfield, Diamond in the Back, is because I wanted to focus on gratitude this week and just being grateful. That's why I keep shouting out, you know, friends, family, supporters um, throughout the podcast because I'm really grateful to you guys. Um, I think we could all use a, a bit of a tune-up in the in in the in the ways of being grateful for what we have instead of you know constantly focusing on what we don't have. Gratitude can get you a long way. Okay, and it can also change the world, the way you see the world, the way you view the world, the way you view your circumstances. And it can keep you from slipping into a, a slope of depression because when you're constantly focusing on the good things that you have in your life, you don't really have time to give energy to the bad. Okay, now this song was made during a time of great poverty and great sadness and you know the, the drug situation was real terrible niggas was out on corners laid out the job situation was terrible the government didn't give a fuck in fact they were locking us up even more knowingly because you know there were no jobs and niggas couldn't do anything but sell either sell drugs or use drugs you know during that time a lot of people were doing other things of course but you know during that during this time there was a lot of pain that was uh expressed and you can see it you know during the drug situation all that kind of stuff so anyways you just got to find a reason to be grateful so all about gratitude okay moving on yeah it's like sad for me to cut this shit off because i love this fucking song all right shout out to Ludacris for, for uh, remaking this this is my shit. Anyways, moving on to the You Got Mail segment. Listen, y'all got some questions, and I'm here to answer them. <laughs> moving on to the You've Got Mail segment. Remember to submit your questions to anythingabouteverythingpod at gmail.com or feel free to uh, send your questions to anythingabouteverythingpod on Instagram and they will be answered as well. So that, remember, that's anythingabouteverythingpod at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the show. All right, moving on to the mail segment. All right, this first question, uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of a play on the last week. All right, so it says, good morning, lady. I finally decided to write in. Thank you. I was listening to the podcast last week and the conversation you had on polyamory and it struck a nerve in me because my wife and I have been on the search for years. In my situation, my wife is bisexual and she didn't tell me before we got married. After I found out, I tried to ensure that she could be herself. Throughout our marriage, we have had threesomes, swaps, clubs, parties. Oh, so y'all with the shits. Okay. <laughs> y'all are with the shits. Hold on. That made me, that made me think of this song though. That made me think of this song. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Oh my God. <laughs> this, this, I, I don't know. I don't know if it made you think of this. But I know you. <laughs> but it made me think of this. <laughs> Anyways, let me stop playing. Let me get back to the mail. It made me think of this song, though. For real. My girl got a girlfriend. Anyways, so where was I at? It says, after I found out, I should. Okay, we got. We went through that. Um, 
years ago, I bought a polyamory and we've decided to give it a try. Since then, I get the feeling that she doesn't want to be polyamorous because every situation we've gotten into, she finds an issue to get out um, or to not get involved with the other person, but still continues to want to play with other people. What should I do? I've tried communicating what I see and how I feel, but her actions don't change and she says she wants it to. What advice do you have for me? All right, I got to give you a pseudonym. All right, um, how about gold links? All right, <laughs> gold links. Listen, gold links. I don't know if wifey is ex is actually down with being poly for real, for real. You know, I think I said this last, the last time I got a, a question about polyamory. Um, just because you like to you're down to play with other people doesn't mean you're necessarily down to be other be with other people like in a real way or um you know uh have an actual relationship with them you know because those are two those are two completely different things like and just because she's bisexual doesn't necessarily mean that she wants to be with a woman in uh in a relationship there are a lot of I know quite a few bisexuals and people who have sp spoken about bisexuality or, or um, sexual fluidity who in their mind have um, a picture of who they actually want to be with um, in, a real, in a real way and in a real relationship. And oftentimes it's not a woman. Um, and I'm saying this for women. There's a lot like for real. There are a lot of women who are like, yeah, no, I love bisexual women. I've, you know, but I, oh, I've always seen myself ending up with a man. Also, um, uh, it she doesn't if she's not interested in connecting with uh, the other person in a real way. It just seems like she's not interested in that, and and that's fine too. Um, there are a lot of couples that are like that. I've heard one couple speak about this publicly: uh, Jet Setting Jasmine and King Noir. They're like two porn stars um, in the BDSM community. They're kind of uh, they are sex educators. Uh, one of the, uh, I know Jet Setting Jasmine is actually a uh, social worker um, uh, and BDSM pra practitioner. Um, she has said she's not interested in having an actual relationship with with anyone else in, in terms of you know sharing emotions and kind of like that. Her partner King Noir is more of the wanting to. Um, have an actual connection with someone else you know what I'm saying and and because they're open and honest about their you know their their desires when it comes to being in a relationship uh with someone else they they communicate that with with each other as partners you know they are able to move forward you know throughout the world freely and express themselves I think that you and wifey and your wife need to have a conversation about what it is that she actually expects out of a relationship. Um, if, if you guys are trying to be polyamorous, like, is she really trying to be polyamorous? Because you said that you presented this to her, right? So if it wasn't her idea, then is she, is she really down to be poly or is she just doing this to kind of, um, you know, appease you, or maybe she, you know, got into it and then realized I'm not really about that life. You know what I mean? Because like I said before, playing with other people and um, actually being with other people, those are two different 
those are two different things. And maybe she's just like, listen, girl, after you get yours, like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> like, it's totally fine. She might not actually want this bitch to, like, hang around. <laughs> you know, and I'm just, you know, I'm being facetious, whatever. But, you know, I mean, seriously, there, there are a lot of women that are like that, that I know that are, you know, swingers or whatever. And they're much more of the, hey, listen, we can play, we can talk, we can cuddle. But after a while, like, don't be trying to spend the night, sis. Like, you know, was done was done and you need to get up and, you know, get your clothes on and, you know, we'll call you the Uber. <laughs> like, you know, uh, don't be trying to make breakfast, sis, you know. Um, I actually, I had a, a conversation with a friend of mine and she was like, you know, she's married and she's like, I just don't think I could do it, you know, like be uh, poly because it's like, she's like, I'm too jealous. And, you know, I even said, hey, listen, my question would be who's going to sit in the front seat? Okay, when we are driving somewhere, who is going to sit in the front seat? Because if it's not me, it's not going to work. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that's just, you know, just me being real, you know. So I think that you have to really have a conversation about what does she actually want to be poly? I mean, tell it like, like create a safe space and actually have that conversation. Be like, hey, listen, is this something that really interests you? Or are you just doing this because, you know, you think that this interests me? You know, um, because if she's not interested and you can't force another person to have a, con a connection with somebody else, that's also that too. So maybe you are having these connections with, um, these other parties, but she's not, and you know, that's not something that can be forced. So that's my advice to you. Please do write back, um, and let us know how it goes because I'm super, super interested and I can't wait to hear more because y'all are with the shits. Let me tell you, and I live. <laughs> Y'all are seriously with the shits. I, I live. Um, thank you for writing in and let's move on to the next, uh, the next letter. The next letter writes, dear anything about everything pod. What a breath of fresh air. Your podcasts have become a part of my lunchtime routine. Please keep going. Your choice of music and topics during the value added conversation are always a one. Thank you, Ben. My situation isn't particularly dire, but I figured I'd uh, ask for advice anyway. I don't think my man particularly enjoys having sex with me. His focus is usually on pleasing me, but I get the feeling that he isn't getting his orgasm, or at least not <laughs> at the same frequency as I achieve mine. Sometimes he'll make me have five, four or five orgasms, and I never really see him achieve one. Well, I mean, listen, shout out to him. <laughs> so... What a king. I stand. Okay. <laughs> um, not to be too graphic, but he's came on my breasts, my ass, my face. Um, I've seen him come on my stomach a few times, but that's it. I get the feeling that he's faking orgasms. Is that a, is that a possibility? Please help. Thanks. And let me give you a pseudonym. Uh, Dade County. All right, Dade County. Listen, listen, listen. And other women out there. We're not the only ones that fake orgasms, okay? I hate to break it to you, but we're not, okay? Um, I've actually heard men talk about uh, faking orgasms both in real life and like on podcasts and stuff like that. Um, it's a thing because, you know, listen, it, they can get bored too. <laughs> they can get bored back there and they realize it's not going to happen for whatever reason, whether it's like they had too much alcohol or they're tired or maybe, you know, maybe you should dry it up. I don't know. It, it, for whatever reason, and I'm not putting this all on you because, 
you know, there's other, there's loads of factors that can go into why a person is not achieving orgasm, but they absolutely can and, and do fake orgasms too. Um, I've heard, I've heard some terrible stories. Uh, one guy said that he, uh, was, you know, giving this chick back shots and he just knew it just wasn't going to happen. Like he, he was high, had a little bit too much alcohol in his system. He was just like, yo, I just, I went to go like spit and it like got stuck and she, <laughs> she turned around and looked and saw me spitting on her back. I was like, fam, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, but it happens. That's all I'm saying is it happens. Um, Oh, goodness. If you think that he's not achieving orgasm with the same rate as you, you're probably right. Like, he's probably not. And you probably want to have those co- that conversation. You probably want to be like, hey, listen, um, is there something I'm not doing? Like, I want to make sure that you get yours, too. I used to say that sex is not over until you both get your cookie. Okay? At least, at least one. Uh, at least one cookie. You know, it's like Chinese food. So they might give you three or four. They might give you one. But, bitch, you you getting a fucking cookie. Okay? So, um, it's, oh, goodness. It's one of those things where you have a partner who seems to be a little bit more advanced than you. And so it can be um, easy to get caught up in that, oh, my God, this person is just focused so much on pleasing me that you forget to please them. And that can be frustrating for the other person. Okay, it can be really frustrating for the other person because the other person is like, okay, I'm focused all my energy on you and I never really get mine. Now, even those of us who are self-professed pleasers and, you know, people who love to please another person, um, you still want to get yours, too. You still want to feel special, too. I still want to, you know, you you still want to, you know, get your, your rocks off, too. So and feel feel special and feel seen and feel wanted and all those things. Um, so I would definitely talk to him and be like, you know, are you sexually satisfied with me? Because if you're not, we need to talk about that. Also, I mean, in the moment, are you asking the questions? You know, are you, are, are, are you showing him that you're interested in how he's feeling as well? You know, are you, are you whispering in his ear? You know, are you, are you touching him? Are you asking him, you know, does that feel good? Do you like the way that feels? You know, are you, are you doing those things? Because if you're not, then, and, and you're not giving back any energy, then he probably is, it, you know, doing 90% of the work and get, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure his, he's feeling really great that he's able to get you off, but I'm sure it would be great if you were able to get him off as well. And, you know, he might not realize that this is what he's, how he's behaving and how you're feeling and how you're seeing it. Because to him, he might not, he might just be like, hey, listen, it's all about you. I'm not really worried about me, (laughs) you know, or whatever. And shout out to those men who are are like that. G's, (laughs) that's what you are, gangsters. But, you know, you might want to express to him that, hey, I want to, just like you rock my world, quote unquote, I want to be able to rock yours too. So, you know, I don't want this to just be all about me. So have that conversation with him. And perhaps you guys can learn and grow together and learn each other. Okay. So write us back and let us know how everything goes. Hey, listen, the girl whose man wouldn't go down on her. I we The audience is asking for an update. <laughs> so... So write us back, sis. Write us back. Let us know. Okay. All right. So anywho, 
Um, thank you so much, Dade County, for writing in. Be sure to send us an update at anythingabouteverythingpod at gmail.com. And now we're going to move into the third and final question. Moving on to the third question, the third and final question. It says, hey, anything about everything? Been loving the content that you produce. I really can't wait to see what comes of your show. Oh, thank you, boo. I appreciate that. I need advice on serious. So my nigga, who's not really my nigga, but he my nigga, uh, <laughs> been acting funny lately. I'm starting to feel like we are just sex. He's never been much of a phone guy. He doesn't really text or call regularly, but I have tolerated it because the dick is phenomenal. He texts every now and then to check up on me, but nothing serious. We still see each other often, but really just to hook up. He'll text me every now and again just to check up on me, but we don't really have long conversations. I want more, but I don't know how to broach the conversation. I'm getting older and I really don't want to waste any more time. Thanks. I got to give you a pseudonym. Mm, dazed and confused. Let's go with dazed and confused. <laughs> sis. Sis, listen to me clearly. <laughs> that nigga is not your nigga. <laughs> that nigga is not your nigga, sis. He's not. So please don't think that he is. You said it, he... You even put it this way. My nigga who's not really my nigga, but he my nigga. No, he's not, sis. He's not. He is... Uh, your FWB, he's, you know, your, your sometime guy, your Saturday love, you know, whatever. Like he's, he's not, um, I don't think he is what you think he is. You're not in that bracket for him. And he's really not in that bracket for you. I don't even think you really know this person really. And the reason why I say that is because you guys don't talk really. You guys don't have conversations. You said, you even said it. We don't really have long conversations. Well, then how do you even know that you really want more with him? You're just focused on the dick. Girl, you digmatized. And I get it because you said that, that the dick is phenomenal. But sis, let's be clear. Um, dick, uh, Phenomenal dick, a, a relationship does not make. There are plenty of niggas out here with phenomenal dick who have nothing in common with anybody else. <laughs> that can't, that are like incapable of having uh, a decent relationship. And, and the same with girls with good pum pum. Okay. So... Just because someone has phenomenal dick does not mean that they would be a great partner for you. It takes more than that to um, sustain a relationship, a, a significant relationship. And it doesn't seem like he's particularly interested in having a relationship with you. Um, the reason why I say that is because he's not really trying to get to know you like in a real way. You said he text you to check up on you he's just making sure you're still there so when he uh gets ready to come back and get get a little something something then he can do that but in terms of having an actual relationship i don't really think that that's what he wants with you you are in the friend box okay like you're in the not even in the friend box you're in the associate box you're in the you know she gonna get this work box but not in the i see myself building with her box and that's and i'm not saying that to be harsh i'm just saying that's what it seems to me so you can't be trying to jump boxes okay <laughs> and i hate to say this because i know i like this shit is annoying I, I understand why men get annoyed when women say shit like this because it was never about a relationship to begin with right like i don't even see here where 
and this is, of course, is an assumption. I don't really see where y'all are going on dates or spending time together or anything like that. So how can you even say that you want to be with this person? No, you're, you're just stigmatized. And so you say, I feel like it's just sex. You are just sex. Okay. So if you want something more, and I even feel disgusting saying this because I know it's going to be annoying, but if you want something more, it's, you got like really one choice. Well, two choices, but you can bring this to him and be like, hey, listen, this is how I'm feeling. You know, I'm getting older. I, you know, I, I think we could have something, but I'm not sure if you're feeling the same way. If you're not, just let me know. And, you know, I'll start looking elsewhere. He will probably be like, well, why weren't you looking before? <laughs> okay. But anyways, you, you got to open your mouth and let him know this is how you're feeling. If he's down with it, like if he's you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe we could work something out or whatever. Yeah, even then, it's. I just feel like he doesn't really see you that way. Or he's, he's not ready for a relationship. Because it just seems like he's not really trying to be in one. I feel like a man who knows what he wants, he's going to go after it. And um, I don't see him actually going after you. Which, fine. No harm, no foul. I'm sure you're a lovely person. But... It just seems to me like he's not really trying to pursue anything real with you. So with that being said, you can let him know, hey, I would like something with you. But if you don't want anything, that's cool. Um, and I'll, you know, begin looking for things elsewhere. You said you're getting older. Okay. All right. We all are. <laughs> okay. We're all aging. We're all going through the aging process. But, um, you know, if, if what you're looking for is a relationship and marriage and, and babies and all that kind of stuff, I'm not sure that this particular person is interested in having that with you or anybody else because he might not be interested in that at all. So you need to talk to him, figure out if you guys, your, if your goals are even aligned because they probably are not. Um, please do write us back. Let us know how the conversation with Old Boy goes. And I look forward to uh, hearing an update about this situation. Okay. Now, women who are in situations like this, and men too, because this happens with niggas too. Let's be clear. Um, if you are in a situationship, you're probably in that box for a reason. And it, it might not have anything to do with you. You know, the person might not, you know, be ready for a relationship or they might... They might just, you know, be in their in their post-divorce whole phase or whatever. You know what I mean? They might not be, you know, even open to the thought of opening themselves up emotionally to another human being. So it's not always a, um, you know, a slight against you. So don't take it that way. Um, and everything is not for everybody. And just because you have great sex with somebody does not mean you're, you're, that will translate into having a great relationship with somebody. There are a lot of people that are out here having great sex with people that they cannot fucking stand. Okay. Uh, there are a lot of people out here who are in marriages simply because they have great sex and then the, but the rest of the relationship is absolute trash. So I say, all oh, that to say, um, just because you're having great sex with somebody does not necessarily mean that you will be able to have a great relationship with them. So don't try to force a relationship where there's not one. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks again for writing in, guys. If you have a question that you want asked answered on the show, be sure to send us 
that question on either Gmail or Instagram. So that's anything about everything pod at gmail.com or anything about everything pod on Instagram where your questions will be answered on the show anonymously because we are all about privacy here. I <laughs> will be right back with the wine about it segment. So since this episode has been really all about gratitude, I don't even feel right whining about anything. <laughs> Though there are plenty of things to whine about. Um, I feel like my life has been too blessed for me to actually whine about anything. Cause listen, this shit could have turned out different. <laughs> okay. Uh, this shit could have turned out way different actually. Um, but I, the, the, every day I wake up and I look around, I'm just like, nigga, how? Like <laughs> I'm a girl from Los Angeles, California who, you know, joined the Marine Corps, wanted to transcend circumstances and, you know, somehow managed to cultivate a beautiful life. Um, I'm grateful for my friends, my family, my support system. I'm thankful for you guys for listening. I'm thankful for my my mother, um, who always taught me to be strong and firm, but also soft and and lovely. Um, I'm thankful for being able to get my education on taxpayer money. So um, I'm, I'm thankful for so many things. And so this this segment is really about gratitude. Thank you for everybody who's been affirming me. Thank you to everybody who's been uh, supporting me in the background. Thank you to everybody who, you know, walks up in my office and says, hey, listen, I listen to the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, thank you to everybody who um, has kept me in your prayers and in your thoughts. Um, and thank you to everybody who... Uh, has shared this podcast, please continue to do so. I love you guys. And all I can say is thank you. I'm extremely grateful for all of you. I also want to send a a special thank you to my loving husband, to his mother, to my mom, to the Anything About Everything podcast family. I really do appreciate all of y'all. That's really all I got for the Wine About It segment. Not much whining this week, all gratitude. So now let's wrap up the show. All right, and that was another episode of the Anything About Everything podcast, (laughs) y'all. Thank you for tuning in and sitting and chit-chatting with your girl. Let's have a wonderful week. Okay, y'all be blessed out there. Remember, if you liked anything about this podcast, if if this podcast made you smile at all, if you like the music selection, if you like the answers to the, you know, to the mail segment, if you liked anything about this podcast, be sure to like, share, subscribe, and download, okay? Um, Let's push this thing forward. Um, Next week, we'll be back with another episode. And all I can say is thank you. Let's let's move in a way that is that of uh, gratitude and virtue rather than depression and despair. Okay. Um, so remember the questions. If it's not adding value, then why are we doing it? And if we're not adding value to someone else's life, then why are we there? Yo, y'all hedge fund niggas. Y'all. <laughs> I said this was going to be it, but yo, y'all got to relax. Y'all sitting up here mad because the people coming up. I saw an article right now that, uh, you know, the hedge fund guys are mad because they said that people are using uh, government checks to, to invest. So, so, what's the problem? Shut up. Don't get mad. <laughs> you big mad, haters. Anyways, 
Shout out to everybody who's getting rich right now. A lot of, it's, it's, it's some money being made out there. Y'all better get into it. So, anyways, I'll see y'all next week. Peace.